our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Our, our sermon series during this time of Lent is titled, Reboot Your Life. And it, how, many, how many of you work with computers? Yeah. Okay, so you know what a reboot is, right? Because you've seen the screen before. It looks something like that. It's that dreaded blue screen. The screen turns blue. It's always when you're working on an important project or document or something like that. You get that and you know you are in trouble because there's something wrong internally in the system. Or for, we don't want to discriminate, for your Mac users, you get the spinning wheel of death. Right? You show that, that shows up and you're like, ah, I got to reboot. I got to reboot. Well, not only do computers need reboots, we need reboots as well. There are times in our lives when things aren't going quite right. We are on the wrong path, and it's just not going well at all. And it, our theme for this whole series is from Acts chapter 3. It says, repent and turn to God so that your sins may be forgiven, so wiped out, and that times of refreshing may come from the Lord. Repent. Reboot. And repentance is just like a reboot. It's kind, of sh it's kind of just shutting down and turning back the opposite direction. There are times in our lives, God, lots of times in our lives, we're going the wrong direction. And Jesus says, repent. Stop going the way you're going. Turn back and come back around. So times of refreshing may come for the Lord. And so in this series, we'll be looking at areas in our lives where we often need a reboot, a time to just stop and say, Lord God, turn my heart around. I need something new here. And the area we're going to look at today is marriage on this, on this Valentine's Day. And this is our text. I'm going to read it from here. It's a little small in the back for me. It says, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Wives, submit to your husbands as to the Lord. The husband is head of the wife, as Christ is head of the church, his body, of which he is the Savior. Now as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit to their husbands and everything. We'll stop right there. No, we'll continue. Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing of water through the word, and to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. In this same way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. We're going to focus on a few key words in that text. Which word did you hear most? Submit. Yeah, I was like, submit. <laughs> Man, that word. I've done over 120 weddings. And there are, to be quite honest, very few passages in the Bible that talk about marriage. There's just some, but they're not many. And this is one of them. And so when I meet with these brides and grooms, I'm like, okay, pick out the Bible passage you want me to read for your wedding day. And over 120 weddings, this one's been chosen twice. <laughs> they always pick 1 Corinthians 13, you know, love is patient, love is kind, love is gentle, which isn't about marriage, it's about the church. This one's about marriage, you're like, no, 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 not that one. Because that word, it's Submit. I don't like that word. It just has an ugly connotation, doesn't it? To submit. It's a rough word. We don't like it. We're Americans. Land of the free, home of the brave. 
We don't submit to anybody. But I would tender this to you. To love is to submit. You can't love someone without submitting to them. Uh, to love is, is to demonstrate to someone else saying, your needs are more important than my needs. Uh, your happiness is more important than, than my happiness. Your time is more important than my time. And when I show that, I'm loving you. And I'm submitting myself to you. My needs below your needs. My happiness below your happiness. All love involves submission. Let me give you an example. <laughs> These are my dogs. <laughs> Samwise and Pippin. Two wiener dogs. We got two because we had a puppy, a dog, and uh, this dog um, was, was a great dog, but had separation anxiety. So I thought, oh, we'll get two dogs. They can keep each other company. And now I have two dogs with separation anxiety. <laughs> so obviously I need a third. That'll fix everything. Samwise and Pippin, as you can tell, are very, very cute. We love Samwise and Pippin. They are the dumbest dogs I have ever met in my entire life. Oh my goodness. We've had them for a year. They're still not quite potty trained. After a year. They, they, they got it mostly, and then, then they forget. <laughs> the brown one is, like, afraid of everything. So in the morning, you can't talk to the dog because it pees. So you kind of, like, put your hand down and, like, look away. And maybe he won't pee because he's so afraid. Like, he wants to greet you, but he's scared about it. But he's happy, but he's scared. One time, um, we took them outside. They were barking and barking and barking. We couldn't figure out why. We finally figured it out. The shovel was in a different spot. <laughs> we put the shovel back in the spot where it usually is. They stopped barking. <laughs> they are not smart. But we love them. We love them. They need to be walked. Because they have lots of energy. So we walk them. Gets their energy out. They love being held, and they will ask for, for, for belly rubs, and so they're rolling their back, and they do this, and you rub their belly. They love to play, and they will kind of jump on you when they want to play, and so you take the toys and throw it. They have this little area where they do their business, right? And so we clean that area up for them. Now imagine if you are an alien visiting Earth, <laughs> and you saw me and our family with the dogs. Who would you assume is in charge? <laughs> yeah, exactly right. They're the masters. We serve them. Why? Because we submit to them. We love them. We love them. We take care of them. We provide time for them. We provide energy for them. We submit to the dogs. And any of you who has a child knows this is true. To love is to submit. To love is to put someone else's needs ahead of your needs. And their happiness ahead of your happiness. 
and their time ahead of your time. To, to love is to give of yourself. And there's no other way to truly love. See, we, we bought the lie that marriage is a transaction. Bought the lie. We bought the lie that marriage is a transaction and that marriage is 50-50. You heard that before? <laughs> marriage, it's 50-50, it's right? It's a lie. <laughs> now, it works okay when everything's going great, right? Everything's going great and like, oh, you, you give and the other person gives and it's fantastic, right? And then something happens. The flu, the business trip, the lost job, the stressors of life, the death in the family. And all of a sudden, someone's not giving 50%. It's more like 10%. And where's the love? See, marriage is 100-100. And wherever you find the overlap, that's where you'll find love in a marriage. It's 100-100. And to do that is to submit. And it's hardest to submit as a relationship continues. It's easy when it first starts out, right? Like, oh, no, no, you hang up first. No, 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 you hang up first. Oh, no, no, I can't, I can't, you hang up first, right? And then you go out, to, I go out and you're like, so what do you want to do? Oh, I don't know, whatever you want to do, right? And then you have the argument over who wants to do what, you know? Like, oh, no, no, I just want to do it. You just please pick something. Please, 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 please right? Right? And then that first baby comes along. And you're like, oh, I will, honey, I'll get up and, and watch this child for you. You mean you, you gave birth to this human. You've done all the work. I'll, I'll, take, I'll take the night rounds, right? right? And a year later, I remember lying in bed. Emma was one year old. She's crying. She had asthma, so it was hard for her to sleep at night. And you, you know how you do this, right? You lie in bed. And you pretend you don't hear the crying baby. <laughs> and you think, maybe she'll get up. And you wait, and you wait, and you're both you're kind of waiting, right? And then, then you hear, you know, I've been up the past five nights with this child. And then all dads do this. I'll give you a hundred bucks. I'll give you a hundred bucks. And the answer is always the same. Get out of bed and pick up your daughter, right? It's hard. It's hard. You can get that at school. Right? It's hard. At the beginning, it's easy. She likes chick flicks. Dudes, you like chick flicks, right? You're sitting down. She says, sure, honey. I would love to watch NASCAR with you, right? Two years later, uh-uh, not happening. In Revelation 2, uh, Jesus reveals this message to the church in Ephesus. He says this, To the church in Ephesus write, These are the words of him who holds the seven stars in his right hand and walks among the seven golden lampstands. I know your deeds, your hard work and your perseverance. I know that you cannot tolerate wicked people that you have tested those who claim to be apostles but are not and have found them false. You have persevered and have endured hardships for my name and have not grown weary. Yet I hold this against you. 
You have forsaken your first love. Consider how far you've fallen. Repent and do the things you did at first. forsaken your first love. And over time, that can happen. And so how do you reboot? How do you get that back? Well, you, you do the things you used to do. You do the things you used to do. It came super easy in the beginning. As time continues, they get harder. But you get a reboot. Control, alt, delete. And you do the things you used to do. And if you can't remember what that was, it's okay to ask. Just ask. What would you like me to do? Or what is one thing I can do for you? What is one thing I can do for you? It's a great question in marriages. It's a great question for parents to ask their kids, especially as their kids get older. What is one thing I can do for you? It's a great thing if you've got adult age kids, because they're always your kids, right? (laughs) What is one thing I can do for you? The second key word is love. And we heard it in this this verse here. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. Love just as Christ loved the church. How close are you to loving uh, your, your spouse, your kids, your family, your friends, just as Christ loved the church? It's a big question. It's a hard question. Because love is sacrificial. Jesus Christ gives his life for you, the church. Sacrifices everything so that you might know the forgiveness of God, the grace of God, so you might have the holiness of God placed upon you. Sacrificial. And so there's times in our lives where we, we give up. We sacrifice. It can't be hard. Jimmy Evans is a pastor and marriage counselor. He talks about how his, his marriage was going through a really rocky time. They were, they were ready to file for divorce. And he realized he, he had to hit a, a reboot on his marriage. And so he asked his wife what I need to do. And he said, she said, I need more, t- more time with you. you. You're gone all the time. And he looked at his schedule and tried to figure out what he could cut out. And he had to cut out golf. <laughs> So he sold the clubs. Because if he knew he, if he had the clubs, he'd go use the clubs. He took and he sold the clubs. And you're like, wow, that's drastic. Golf clubs are expensive. My friends, lawyers are more expensive. Sell the clubs. All right? Because love involves sacrifice. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church gave himself up for her. It's a beautiful verse. It's also an impossible verse. (laughs) Nobody loves like Jesus. But we can get closer. And this is how. It's in the last part of the passage. It says this. Do not get drunk on wine, 
which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. Speak to one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Sing and make music in your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. The key word here is, is be filled with the Spirit. So this morning, I'm, I'm getting donuts at City Market in Eagle. And usually there's, it's me and one other person in this whole store. Except today. Hmm. I'm there. It's 6.45 in the morning. And there are dudes everywhere in the store. <laughs> they're in the candy aisle, and they're in the card aisle. And they're standing there like a row of morons. Uh, there's a look at the card. Uh, look at the card. Uh. Right? I'm like, <laughs> you guys are in trouble. Uh. Right? And they're getting the flowers, they're getting the chocolate, they're getting the card, you know, and they're, they're all lined up, and they're kind of looking at each other like, if we don't look, we don't acknowledge each other's presence. We don't acknowledge we're doing this at the very last second. But at least they were there, right? At least they're there, 6.45 in the morning. And they're getting the chocolate. And chocolate, who likes chocolate? Okay, yeah. Chocolate is good. It's sweet. It's not very filling, is it? You get a little chocolate, it's like, it's like empty calories. It's sweet, it's nice, it's good, but it's empty. And this passage here says you need some, you need some protein. When you're with someone, you need some, some protein together. It's powerful for relationships. It's, it's kind of well, it's kind of like this. Pull it down, coach. What do we do? I'll tell you what we do. I want you to go on the field, look for anything with a no. Let's kill them! With kindness. Jimmy, I want you to make balloon animals. Tyler, make little tea cozy. Something fun. Are you okay? <laughs> we will win this for Mother Russia! Coach, you just Snickers. Why is that you? You get a little loopy when you're hungry. Better. Why? It's got protein in it. That's why. It's the peanuts. <laughs> Chocolate's good. We need something more. Be filled with the Spirit. How do you do that? What well, talks about it in the passage? You take some time and you study Scripture with your spouse. Those devos there, take them home. Read them with your family. And then there's a prayer at the end. Pray together. With your spouse, with your kids, with your family, maybe with your coworkers. And you worship together. And when you do that, you're filling one another up. Not with just, just empty stuff, like chocolate or dinner in a movie, which is all good. It's helpful, it's nice, it's wonderful. But we, we need more. We need more. Because it's never too late for a control alt delete. It's never too late, or it's never too early, for that matter, for a reboot. And we all need it. We all need it. That's all right. Because as we hit that control-alt-delete, we do that reboot. What we're really saying is, Lord Jesus, I want to follow you. I want to follow you more and more every day. And as I do that, that means loving the people around me, particularly spouses. To say, Lord God, teach me how, to, how you love. 
so I can love just as you do. Because you are my God, and you are my Savior. Amen. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, Lord, um, thank you for your love. Lord, thank you that we are never alone. Thank you that because of you, we are never without love. Thank you that because of you, you're never alone. <laughs> Lord God, help us to love like you do. Folks here who are married, it starts there. Uh, folks who are single, Lord, you place people in our lives, Lord, who need to be loved, who are desperate for love. Maybe it's at work. It's a family member. It's a friend. Lord, if we're following you, when we follow you, you place those people in our lives. You always do. Because you always have a purpose for us. And so, Lord, help us to see who that is. Give us the humility to submit ourselves to that person or persons. May we be filled up, not by the love we receive from other people, because we're all, sometimes they fail. May we be filled up, Lord, by your Holy Spirit. Thank you for your love, Jesus. Amen. Amen.